Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Babysitting Trevor, episode four of season three. Three. With me, <laughs> Chris. Anyone didn't know that? Chris Martin. was uh, using his fingers to show me what numbers I was meant to say. Yeah, yeah. It's Carl um, Donnelly, Chris Martin. Hey, guys. Soon we're going to have Trevor Crook. Um, I'm excited. This week we've got him back on the voice memos. Back on the voice memos, mate. It's good. We're getting to catch him unguarded on his own, in his own environment. Yeah, on an iPad. Yeah, which he's actually working out. Just about. Yeah, he's getting off it. He's starting to get the, get the hang of it, I think. I think he said last week that he had to wash it after I'd... After used, you touched it with your I'd grubby mitts. My grubby mitts. So, um be interesting to hear what he's been rambling about yes. around the flat. And... Um, what, and as a, as oh, it was a, a group time. We we were busy this week, so we couldn't actually do a group task. But producer Joel stepped in. They went on a group boat trip, which I'm actually really jealous yeah, about. Yeah, sounds very romantic. I know. It's two, oh, two of them up the Thames. I'd love to have gone on that. Maybe yeah. maybe we should do one. Yeah, maybe we should do Just one. Just me and you. As a... At night time. Okay. With the stars out. <laughs> let's do it. Right, let's see how Trevor's. Hey Trev. Hey Trev. Hello Trev, how are you? We are well. There we go. We're, uh, yeah, we're good. We're super jealous that you went on a boat trip this Ye- week. Yeah, we're nothing really jealous of, but we're just sort of all right. Fucking, yeah. okay. Well, we'll talk about that yeah, shortly. And wrapped by it, I thought we were like it was quite good. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll hear more about so that, the facts. One what thing I want to bring up, which is obviously quite a visual thing for our listeners, is what do you think of Carl's trousers, Trev? <laughs> They're really unnerving me. I can't judge him by his clothes, because uh, who am I to judge anyone by their clothes? But the, I think they're quite nice. Is that? I, I, like, I agree. I like the redness. The red has an emotional effect on me from childhood. Really? Uh, yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> Is it, have you got a favourite colour? Is it red? I don't know whether it's red now. It used to the most impactful, if that's the word, uh, is red. <laughs> You're a bull. <laughs> <laughs> the most impactful colour. Yeah, you want to say it's the most striking colour. It is, it? yeah. It yeah. means danger. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah, it does. It's like in a, in loads of books, mm. like a Smith Scarlet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or st- stop signs are red. Yeah, I think it is a instinctive. We have an instinctive response. Blood is to red. red. Yeah, yeah. I had a red fort. My dad made me a red fort when I was a kid, like, like seven. A little, really? And uh, and that was red. The same. You red lived as... in it until you were forty-two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I lived in it. Uh, yeah, low, very low rent. He just he just sort of put some food on the drawbridge <laughs> and he had to like bring it back over. And then the red double-decker buses. You uh, are yeah. very excited. By them, the old fashioned double decker where you could jump on the back and 
when I saw the red. very excited by them. Uh, yeah, I love red double deckers. When you saw the bus coming towards you, you'd get all fucking, you know, like a fucking dog. <laughs> like a dog on heat. You know, cha- <laughs> chasing heat. a red bus down Yeah, the here comes a bus. I fucking love double deckers. Did you ever used to jump off while they were still moving? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. and my friend Philip, I think it's Philip Ives. Yeah, Once yeah. jumped off one, it was going way too fast. Well, and we yeah. just both went down, mate. Yeah. Roads, properly stacked what, it. One of my favourite things I've ever seen was when I was a kid, I saw a woman in, <laughs> going around the, the roundabout in Sloan Square holding on to them with a handle, and you just saw her fly off. Yeah. Right? But she, it was honestly the, the hardest, it must be the hardest woman I've ever seen. Like, honestly, properly, you just, you just, you just go, like that, yeah. landed. Did that thing just dusted herself down and walked off? Like, no literally, like, like so confident, like that's how she always gets off the bus. She's like, screw digging the bell and walking. She's like, oh, I ain't gonna get to work. Maybe that's how she gets off the bus normally. It was like yeah, just a normal. I know it was, yeah. it was bizarre. Yeah. It was. Have you yeah. never fallen off? Have you? No, no, I've never fallen off a bus. I then you wouldn't like the bus. You'd have a fear of buses, I'm guessing. No, I, I have. A, I don't have a fear of. I always love double deckers and. Uh, I like to sit, even now, I like to sit up the front and pretend I'm driving. Front, yeah, top. Yeah, top front's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I'm yeah. fucking driving a bus. So, where, what, what's, have you got a favourite colour? You've got least favourite colour? Well, yeah, least favourite colour's quite. I think the, I'll go on emotional impact. I mean, uh, red has an emotional impact. I mean, pink does as well. Uh, pink has. Positive and, impact? In uh, a sort of a calming. So, it, do you like the bench, my outdoor bench? Uh, no, not really, but the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the colour. I, I do like the colour. Yeah, I, I do like the colour. Okay. Uh, when, I was, when I was a teenager, I wore black. I want like a fucking Goth. ninja or something. I had <laughs> black t-shirt. And, yeah. We also you were learning karate as well. Eh? You were doing karate, right? Yeah, yeah. I learned karate from the age of uh, about 14. So you were in black doing karate? Yeah, I um, yet to be in, a, in your gang. You had, when I was younger, you had rockers and sharpies. You had to dress like a permanent marker. Is that why you went back? So the sh- I suppose over here you'd call them mods or something. Yeah, like that. Oh, Australia right. would call them sharpies because I think the hairdo was like a bit sharp at the top. Or something. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I like the sharpies hairstyle, but I prefer the rockers clothing, like the studded belts, black shirts, yeah. tight black pants and leather jackets. I loved all that, but I didn't like the hair. because Did you just I merge big, the big, two? Eh? Did you merge the two? I merged the two because I had big ears, so I didn't like the slick back because my ears yeah. were fucking... So you were Rockies. Well, it confused people because you'd, there'd be constant violence between the two groups, and they didn't know whether to hit me or not because I had their hairdo. But then again, I was wearing the the, you know, the opposition it's fucking the, it's clothing. It's the perfect way of never getting beaten. Yeah, up. that's right. So I, I and then the sharpies they they liked my hairdo but didn't like my clothes. So I was like a hybrid basically, yeah. <laughs> and I survived. Like a Toyota I, Prius. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Was, That's great. Know, a combination Sharpie and Rocker. Uh, a fucking shogger. You're a shogger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. That's um, great. Yeah. All right. So, so there's no colours you hate. Do you ever see a colour and think, Ugh. Um, I don't. I mean, I can't hate a colour because what the, what has the colour done to me? <laughs> it's good, it's good logic. It's totally innocent. It's totally innocent. Can I dislike? No, I quite like white. This is, uh, I like the, the paint here, look like the neutralness on yeah, it. Yeah, it's a minimal like, room. Yeah, yeah, I like minimal. Good feng shui, this room. Oh, is or it? Okay. Feng shui, I oh, believe okay, it's yeah, pronounced. Yeah, you know yeah, about feng shui? Yeah, yeah, about the moving That's actually not another bloke. His name no, is not no. a Chinese bloke <laughs> called feng shui. <laughs> no, yeah, feng shui, yeah, yeah, I, I, I know it. Did your uh, Chinese ex-wife ever insist on feng yeah, shui? Yeah, she, uh, she was into feng shui, so I think she arranged the house or the flat along feng shui lines, but our marriage was totally fucked. 
So it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it didn't. No, no, no. So, but she was into Feng Shui. And Did she have any weird, like, obviously I've never, because she was like, you know, culturally a bit different. Obviously, you come properly from China to Australia. Yeah. Obviously, the slippers thing you mentioned in season yeah. one, that was obviously yeah. quite different to what we have to do normally. Anything else, like, kind of odd about, I don't know, like, any weird furniture, any weird rules? Oh, a lot of weird rules, yeah. Like, washing my feet before bedtime. Uh, yeah, in, in like a bucket. <laughs> what? Uh, and I, yeah, I, I, I did it initially because I thought it was a cultural thing. I fucking go along, but then I started to really get the shits with it. And um, but she uh, imposed it on me. She was very that sort of woman. She like so dominated. Literally, she put a bucket by your side of bed. That's and you right. had to wash your feet yeah, before you go to bed. Cause, yeah, that's right. But that's like it's weird that you because actually some OCD people. I, I never really think of that, but some OCD people don't like taking their foot on the floor onto the bed because it's yeah. just dirty but I never really I, but I've got the, I'm, I, I remember once I just kicked the bucket over the other side bucket full of water just bang oh, it, no. I just fucking had enough but I thought that was looking back on it I think it's probably a nice thing to do to wash your feet before bed yeah, actually it's yeah. nice it's, it's, it's nice and warm extra and warm admin water. though I still yeah, yeah, suppose, I yeah. still resent having to brush my teeth yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, the thought of having to do it more and I used admin to, you know, I prefer I go to bed I used to go to bed like in my socks sometimes and or even my fucking shoes if I couldn't be fucked taking my shoes off yeah. well I mean I mean now about when you were a kid where you went to bed fully you, dressed yeah, that's for right, long yeah. periods of time yeah so. yeah I did and when I was older I'd occasionally do that well, just couldn't be fucked did she not get annoyed that you were in bed with your shoes on no I'd never do it when she was around, oh, right. and, uh, <laughs> the wife's away. Yeah, We're yeah, gonna do it. Right. Right. No, no. <laughs> no, no, Hattie was very domineering, quite quite violent. I, I told you about yeah. the violence towards me. Like she used to hit me in the head with, um, you know, the the heel of a shoe. Oh God! Like yeah. She'd come up to me and hit me in the fucking head with it. Like just when I wasn't, obviously I wasn't expecting it to get. Oh God! She called me a Chinese word, Gandu. She called me Gandu. Gandu, It's like uh, mentally disabled, oh, uh, retarded, whatever you are. Well, yeah. it was a Chinese word for it. Yeah, yeah. So you say you're a Gandu, and fucking. You're still me. mates of her. Yes, I am actually. Yeah, you know, fuck it. Bygones. What is it? Let bygones be bygones. She hasn't hit in the head with a shoe for a yeah, while. Yeah, that's right. She can only go up from there. <laughs> No, she she woke up woke me up one morning about four o'clock and shook me and I woke up and she said, You ruined my life. Why? Why? Why you ruined oh my, my life? God. Why? You know, and then I started to think about it, and go, Well, why did it ruin your life? And I just got up one morning and thought, Fuck it, what can I do today? I know I'll ruin a life. <laughs> I've, I've ruined my own. I'll fucking branch out. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> She woke you up to say that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She was very disenchanted with me. You know, she expected much better from me. Really? Uh, well, you sound I like a taskmaster. Well, I wouldn't work, you know, and, and this is a job. Ca- I don't know whether I told you the story about the job as a Garbo. Um, there, there's a job going in Canberra, casual work at the Garbo. I mean, if you show up on the day. What's a Garbo? A garbage collector. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, My dad says that's a job that he did once and he loved it. It was a good job. It was like you ran, this was before technology, so you ran 10Ks a night you know, with you know, lifting rubbish yeah, bins. Yeah. So they in very good condition. I was in good nick then. I could have done it. Yeah. Uh, but you had to go to the depot at four in the morning. Yeah. And I wasn't fucking keen on that. But uh, <laughs> anyway, she uh, she heard about this, so she was determined to get me that fucking depot. She kicked me out of bed at four in the morning and I, uh, I didn't want to go at all. And... Uh, yeah, I made out to fucking. I'm going, I'm going, and uh, but my plan was to just not go, just to fucking go around the corner and sit under a tree for an hour and come back. So I, yeah, all the positions were taken. Right. So I walked up the street. This is four o'clock in the morning in Canberra. I looked around. She was on the footpath, just like right behind me, like that. She followed me all the way to the depot, oh, and I turned around and fucking Hattie'd be there, arms folded, no legs, uh, you know, oh. open like that. It just, 
Yes, and then she just followed me the whole way to the depot. And uh, she was so determined to get me a job. She'd never worked her fucking self, by the way. She'd never worked a day in her life. But she was determined, as me, the breadwinner, the, the male, the leader, yeah. the fucking uh, alpha male, I, it was my responsibility to work. So uh, so I went to the depot, but the, all the jobs were taken that day. So a number of people showed up. I didn't get the fucking job anyway right. know, for that night. And so I just fucking came back. And, uh, but she was so, she was looking, just wanted me to work and be a real man. It's a weird thing for her to do, though, to get up. Yeah, yeah. Not to work herself, but to, like, that's a lot of effort for her to go to. Yeah, to yeah. To ensure that you try to She's do... just trying to get me motivated. You can imagine she meets me, and I haven't worked for 20 years. You know, been on the dole for 20 years. The, clue, the clue's in the, the clues in the past. Yeah, yeah, I lived in a government flat. I had no furniture in that fucking flat. I had a, a, gov- a clothes dryer left to me by the government. Yeah. And I had a television and a video recorder and three porn tapes. <laughs> that was it. I had no <laughs> curtains. I had no no furniture at all. <laughs> no curtains. You had three right. porn tapes. Yeah. What about chairs and stuff? No chairs. Just that what moved? did you sit on? Uh, the floor. <laughs> that was it. Just, Just on the floor watching porn. Yeah, very very poor quality actually. Yeah. So there was no. I had a mattress, a single mattress. It's uh, on the floor. On the floor. Yep. Right. And that was it. And uh, I had the, was that post? Was that after the caravan? That was after the caravan. Would you say, are you just sort of at this point? There's like presumably nothing. For, you know, people go on like a holiday and they're on mm. TripAdvisor and they go. It was a bit like yeah. damp in the room. Presumably nothing really phases you in terms of accommodation. No, not really. I I I'm, I, I get going to a place and before I just make it like this is my home and yeah. then I feel comfortable. What it is doesn't really matter so much. Could be a, a fucking cardboard box. Yeah. And then I had no vacuum cleaner so the, uh, there was tufts of carpet everywhere like like weeds going out of the fucking carpet. I just couldn't... Uh, weeds going out of the Yeah, carpet. like carpet weeds. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck they were. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and so she, she comes into my life and uh, she takes a look at this. No fridge, you know. Uh, so no food in the no food in the flat. Well, you, of biscuits. Well, how did you eat then? I, I'd, I'd usually go to an El Cheapo place or ten stuff. You know, it's living like a fucking dog. Really. She did. It, I would say okay. Yeah. Then she she comes into my life straight away. She knows people at the Chinese embassy who were going back to China and they had all this furniture to sell. Yeah, for two hundred dollars, we got like a fridge and a lounge suite and all this stuff. So, yeah. so straight away, she makes it homely, yeah. and she gets some curtains and fucking yeah, what I mean, it's like change my what life. What did she do with the porn videos? Oh no, I, I, I hid them in the uh, where <laughs> under <laughs> the mattress the, on the floor. Yeah. Now the oven, I think it was the oven. Oh yeah, the yeah, old oven it? trick. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the old oven fucking technique. And, um, and so she changed my life. So straight away, she's thinking, well, I've changed your life for the better. You've got to yeah. do something for me. It's, uh, you know, and uh, get a job. And instead, and you, just thought, you thought, how can I nah. avoid doing that? No, well, when you've been unemployed for 20 fucking years, it's, uh, you know, it's a long time to be on the dial, isn't it? So, uh, now, mate, now. Look yeah, look at, you. at me now. Well, well, you're doing all sorts of stuff now. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I'm just, I was creative back then. I'd write short stories and so on. But, I mean, every other aspect of my life was, uh, yeah, fucking disaster, basically. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. 
Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If I'm going to record the moods and they're going to be played to other people, I'm quite professional. I'm very sort of upfront with my moods and my thinking. So, you've been doing voice memos this week on the iPads. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, people really enjoyed listening to them last time you did them, so yeah, due to popular yeah. demand, we've brought them back. Um, Joel, do you want to give us a little taste of what Trevor's been up to this week? Yeah, Judah has gone out to uh, something cultural or you know, some shit like that. Um, and uh, I'm just wandering around the house in my underpants, uh, watching the cricket and... Uh, yeah, just ate some yogurt and strawberries, so quite an eventful uh, evening so far. Um, I've just read Donald Trump's speech. Uh, what an embarrassment that fuck with is. Um, he says he's going to totally destroy North Korea. Uh, not destroy it, but totally fucking destroy it. Well, I think he's he's uh, basically full of shit, like they all are, all bluff. Can't even beat the Taliban, and he wants to take on an actual country. <laughs> so yeah. Quite a lot in that. Actually. Quite a lot in that. Yeah. First, firstly, well done on using the iPad. That's all right. Yeah, get the hang of it. You managed to do, it and you got it to Joel, and then you've yeah, watched the cricket. Was it one day? Uh, yes, one day. And uh, good game. Uh, I think it got rained off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but do you, does that be? Do you even remember? But it was fine. So that's what. Oh, maybe it must be rained off. That's why you were just reading about Donald Trump then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think the uh, I think the cricket was rained off. Uh, the comedy wasn't. Uh, Donald Trump wasn't rained off. So it was just me um, a- having a choice of going out, staying in, listening to Trump, or watching the cricket, which had been rained off. But they had repeats of previous games yep. to cover. Yeah. So that's what I did. Just watch repeats. Repeats and, uh, and a bit of war. war yeah, sort of scaremongering war stuff. Do you think yeah. we're going to go to war? Uh, no, I don't know. It's all bollocks. All bluffing. Yeah. You know, you just can't go to, you can't afford to go to war because, you know, there's a no, a, a, a lose lose situation. Well, a lot of people would die if North Korea and. Yeah. It would be a very shit war if no one died. Well, I don't know yeah. much about, about this topic. What's the whole thing with North Korea shooting missiles at Japan or over Japan? Yeah, what are they plan? What they plan at? This is a backstory, right? This is a backstory. Uh, in the 1950s, uh, America bombed the fuck out of North Korea. Yeah. Killed two and a half million people. They even they levelled seventy six cities. Uh, they blew up all the dams, so all the you know the crops and that were washed out, and people were drowned and so on. They dropped thousands of tons of anthrax on the place, plus napalm. So nasty shit. Yeah. So then the North Koreans, who actually fought the Japanese uh, during World War Two, yeah, they fought the Japanese, and South Koreans collaborated with the Japanese. So actually, coming into World War Two, North Koreans were the goodies, really. Yeah. Uh, 
And so then what happened is you get these dictators. I'm not, you know, if I can condone the dictators in North Korea, that they are fucked, no two ways about it. But the, uh, nevertheless, um, that's what it is. And uh, in the 1990s, they had a, uh, an agreement with America, uh, we'll stop all nuclear testing if you do three things. Build us two nuclear power stations for the, uh, yeah, because you destroyed the infrastructure during the Korean War. Yeah. Uh, get rid of sanctions and, and have normal diplomatic relations with us. And the, the Americans said yes. Yeah. And then what happened? The uh, North Koreans dismantled their uh, nuclear weapons uh, um, systems or whatever, and uh, but the Americans reneged on fucking everything, and they didn't do anything. Right? Really? Yeah, so then you have this. Then the North Koreans see Gaddafi get, you know, getting murdered and because uh, he didn't have nukes, and Saddam, same thing. So the dictator goes, well, fuck it. I better get some nukes. Yeah. So anyway, you've got this volatile situation, and then the Americans have war games on the North Korean border every year, big war games, yeah. 300,000 troops, where they mimic or simulate invading North Korea, which is a direct provocation. And then North Korea fires off a few missiles as a nuke test. More of a... Why, toward, why, is, why, is, why towards Japan? Why no, they're just, they're, just sh- they're, just really, they're sort of like warning everyone that this is what they can do. Right. They don't like the Japanese, because the giant Japs... Japs, Japs, fuck, whatever you call them, I call them Japs, who gives a fuck, but the... Japanese. The Japanese, the honourable Japanese nation, yeah. uh, were absolute cunts uh, during World War Two, and they yeah, um, yeah. absolutely decimated North Korea. Again, killed millions of people, uh, massacred you know, hundreds of thousands uh, yeah. with by hand, actually. You know, when you have a massacre and you bomb people, yeah. the Japanese used to massacre people, but fucking individual fucking stabbings and shit. So Jeez. it was like very brutal and nasty. So the North Koreans don't like the Japanese. So they fired a warning shot over the bow, and that, that's basically what's They're happening. Basically waving their cock around at the moment yeah yeah just waving yeah waving their cock around the americans are are just trying to create instability in the region well let's hear what else treb's been muttering about yeah i'm looking in the mirror and uh i've got quite a good mirror uh, very good lighting and um i'm quite pleased what i see um i mean some mirrors lately i look absolutely fucking appalling um i've had photos taken on like instagram and i look like someone a drag me out of a failed plastic surgery, mate. It's fucking absolutely appalling. But um, tonight I'm looking in the right mirror and looking all right. And um, just ageing, mate. It's a fucking terrible thing. Uh, I feel sorry for young, beautiful women. Yeah, they're young and they're beautiful, then they get older and turn to shit. It's you know, really fucking depressing. Um, better being born plain and ugly than as you get older, you, yeah, you got fuck all to lose. Unfortunately for me, I was born rather attractive. <laughs> so, um, so obviously you found, you've got, you a, found good a, good, you've got a good mirror at home. I have very good mirror. I don't know if it's a mirror or the lighting, but I look rather fucking hot. Well, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feng Shui says you should always have mirrors in your house. Oh, they do you have know, mirrors. Mirrors are like windows, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, if, you have a, if you've got quite a small room, you should have a mirror on it to open yeah, up yeah, the room. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, so that, that's good that you've got a good mirror to look at to give yourself a nice boost to well, get yourself a bit of confidence, house. actually, because I, 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 if I see myself in a bad mirror, then I go, well, that's what I look like, and I've got the image in my head, and I go, oh, I'm, I'm almost... Uh, I, I, I don't feel like leaving the house. If I look like that, I can't possibly leave you the don't house. Feel, you've got the good mirror, and you still don't feel like leaving the house. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. I suppose. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you need a couple more good mirrors. I just need good mirrors, mate. And and the way I look on Instagram is just appalling. Whether it's lighting or fucking. It's probably the camera. It's probably the camera, mate. Is it the camera? I don't know. Fuck me, dead. Lighting, you know, it's all different. Yeah. Like every, yeah. every, every photo of you will always look different. Well, I that's yeah. why we're going to get for the final episode of this season. We're going to get a, have a proper professional photographer. Professional photographer. And it's all about the lighting. He's, he's excellent. He's, yeah. he's we've worked with him before yeah. for Edinburgh yeah. photo shoots. Uh, and he's I don't know whether to shave them up. Julia said I should cut the you know, side handlebars, yeah. trim them off, or, or keep no, them. No, I like them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like the grooves. Got grooves and fucking. When, what age did you first get a moustache? Uh, 15. <laughs> <laughs> no, but have you had a moustache on your face since you were 15? Yeah, yeah. And you've never been moustache No you know? way. I That's that... so weird. You must be curious to know what your face looks like. I've, I've, I've shaved it off once. It looked shocking. Really? Oh, fucking hell. Horrible. My mate's dad, Clive Jarman, um, shaved his moustache off without telling his wife when we were on holiday with him yeah. about 15 years ago. Mm. And uh, she went to the bathroom crying. Oh, my cause God. Because he looked so... Yeah, it, it took her a while to notice. Like we all noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the beard and mustache cover up faults in your in your face. Can you grow a beard? A full, a full oh, beard? No, I can't really. I mean, uh, it'd probably be grey anyway. I think yeah. so. It wouldn't fucking look look any good. Less but... cool now. There's loads of it's a new like fashion thing. Is sort of older guys growing big grey beards, it's, looking really cool. Yeah, getting, like, it's quite slick hair. Yeah, with... it's fucking. Rid- I saw an old bloke on the train at Bankstown Station. He's about in his mid seventies. He had jet black hair. It was a badly fitting wig. Yeah. yeah. And you go, what the fuck were you wearing? Yeah, like he probably thinks now I've got this, I'll probably pick up a root or something. But it's, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's most mate, Australian centres of the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, mate, you fucking everyone knows you're mid seventies. It won't make any difference whatsoever. Yeah. And this fucking vanity thing. I think 75. wigs are a weird one. Yeah. yeah. If you have yeah. a lot, if you lost your hair because you've got a good you've got a good lid if you lost your hair would mm. you ever consider um getting a like what's that like uh, plants oh, hair, hair, hair plugs oh, i don't know yeah i'll probably wear a cap or some shit i did see a, a bloke's wig fly off during a judo exhibition that's quite funny. <laughs> yeah the bloke uh, he punched uh, his wig off yeah he fucking he was getting thrown yeah. and he, he was this bloke his name was ronnie he was a friend of my dad but he was very uh, really paranoid about his fucking wig you know he always Make sure it was on correctly, and yeah. no one will know I've got a wig. But he got he got thrown big fucking hip on Sayanagi, big which is a big throw in judo, and uh, his fucking wig went flying. It's like uh, like an audience of 150 people. <laughs> That's amazing. So he gets he gets up, you know, his wig's fucking over, over in the corner like a fucking squirrel or something. And he he's bright red with a mouth. Oh and, no! Uh, he runs off and. Uh, but then he comes back and he's put it, put it on crooked. Oh, no. no. So oh, once it's gone, you can't. Yeah, you can't. You've just got to own it. Why yeah, put it back yeah, on yeah. everyone knows now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, vanity, I'm very vain. And as you get older, you can't afford to be vain because you're going to turn to fucking shit. No two ways about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, I, I thought that, you know, uh, old people, are, the way they carry on is fucked. When you get to that age yourself, you go, oh, fuck, it's not that, you know what I mean? It's not that easy. So you basically saying also your main issue is that you were born quite handsome and it's gone a little bit yeah, downhill yeah, in your mind. Yeah, Whereas yeah, it'd be better right. if you would you how would you prefer to be born now retrospectively looking? It's hard to say. I, I was an absolutely beautiful kid, like fucking adorable, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> absolutely adorable, like a little fucking angel. And then I went as a cherub, like a little cherub. Yeah, and then I should try and get that old photo, maybe. Yeah, uh, just melt your heart. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then when, when it was like you know my teenage years my 20s and th- I was, I was, yeah really I was fucking something special fucking mm. hot 
it was just a shame that you were lived in in a a, living in a caravan for three years and never right. going out and having Perhaps food served yeah, you through yeah. a, like a hatch. Yeah. <laughs> I sabotaged my best fucking years. That's right. Yeah, that's it. We didn't did have a hatch under that. Should I fucking on the top? But yeah, right. I think yeah. being on the doll for 20 odd years just was a, a template for the rest of my life, really. And uh, it's sort of. I thought I was doing the smart thing. I'm outwitting the system, but I was actually fucking myself up. Yeah. Right. yeah but anyway, at least you've, you know, you're learning but from the But then you say that. There's people who've got anxiety issues and other issues like yourself that mm. worked all those years. Yeah, that's so right. So they had a tougher time. Yeah. At yeah. least you had 20 years on a doll. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there are some positives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 20 years on a doll. Unbelievable. And I should yeah. have a plaque or something in my fucking honor, shouldn't I? On the, on the side of the caravan. Yeah. yeah. Right, let's hear your final memo, Trev's. Yeah. Yeah, I've been hanging around with uh, you know, younger people like Chris and Carl. It sort of keeps me going uh, mentally. Um, I did a run with them today, and I thought we'd do better than I did. Um, yeah, a bit disappointing, but then I, I forgot their legs are 25 years younger than mine, so, so I did okay, didn't disgrace myself, but um, let's see if they can bench 180 fucking pounds. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that's it. So that's the last felt... episode. You, still, you were still sort of ruining the, uh, ruin the loss in the sprint race. But oh, yeah, you still yeah. back yourself on the bench press? Back myself on the bench press. I back myself, um, I think, well, you know. Arm wrestle. I reckon you could take us in an arm wrestle. I don't know. I think I'm, I back myself in certain things. But you know, you're still younger than me. You've still got the fucking youth advantage. I can't compete on, you know, on that. Just got to stop competing. If you just, I bet you could, you know, you, yeah, could, probably outrun, you could probably outrun most dudes in your age. Oh, yeah, easily, yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah for, Fighting-wise, I'd fucking annihilate them. <laughs> any, any pension I got in my way, they'd be fucking dead. Just take them down, mate. Yeah. Fucking Bruce Lee style. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. do this? Is this me that when I'm in a restaurant sometimes, if I'm sitting with my wife, yeah. I'll sit in a seat and I always face the door in case some attackers come yes, in and I, I plan in my head what I do. Do you yeah. ever do that? My brother used to do that. Really? He's a fucking idiot. No one's going to attack him in Canberra. And like in a fucking, uh, but he used to face the restaurant and he always, he always had one leg cocked. <laughs> yeah, had a I said, what are you doing that? He said, just in case I'm attacked. I'm fucking got the kick ready, basically. Obviously, I don't know your brother, but that's a great yeah. eulogy. Yeah. 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 One leg cop. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you can just. So always had your hands balled into a fist. Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, yeah, when I was doing martial arts full on, I was a bit, you know, in, <laughs> you know a bit of a fantasist. I was yeah. always like, you know, have. Uh, my hands are fisty, you know what I mean? People are very just red fisty, yeah. aren't you? You know very what I mean? Check my brother out, he's very cocky. In the leg region. Sounds, that sounds hard, though. It sounds like annoying, like annoying to always have your hands clenched. Yeah, it, it comes from martial arts because you're, uh, you know, you're, um, you're ready to punch someone in the head, I suppose, and so you, you just... Because you do so much clenching when yeah. you're doing the martial arts. That's what I mean, arts. it feels tense. Surely, oh? It feels very tense. Yeah, yeah. Surely that, the... Amos yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and and sort of then, and I just started to relax my hands a bit more. Hands are quite important. If you learn to relax, and the rest yeah. of you sort of relaxes along the yeah. way. That's nice. So you just got to yeah, just fucking relax. And you can do stuff with open hand and poke people in the eye and shit. Yeah. But uh, the the fist is more. Yeah, Neanderthal. Oh, how do you find doing the voice memos? Do you quite like doing them? Yeah, I like doing them. I, I like it when Julie goes out, and I, I feel a bit impeded when she's there. Like she might overhear me, and it puts a bit of a um, uh, uh, what's his name on me um, when you put it on a car. What is it when you control the speed of the car? What are they, like a regulator, a regulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A regulator. Yeah, I, I, she's a regulator. I'm, <laughs> so I've got to wait. I've got to wait to her to leave. Okay. 
You yeah, should start yeah. doing, you can do more than one. You like, Throughout the day, I need thoughts. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, just yeah, start yeah. recording. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, it'd be nice for people to hear what goes on in your head throughout yeah. the day. Okay. It'd be I nice was, to hear some of the characters, the yeah. German guy. Oh, yeah. I had a dream, uh, cele- a minor celebrity. I had a dream was with Adam Hills. I know Adam, and so he's yeah, not really yeah. a celebrity. He's just like a normal bloke. But, yeah. uh, and he wouldn't give me a lift for some reason. <laughs> we were in Canberra together, and he... Uh, and he, uh, he said, uh, how are you getting back to Sydney? I said, oh, I don't know. And uh, I was like, you know, he wanted a lift, but he, I don't think he was keen on uh, <laughs> giving me a lift. Yeah. And you dream even so you just, what happened there? He just drove off? No, he, he drove off and then I had an anxiety attack. I, keep, I'd, uh, I think two or three anxiety attacks throughout the night. Yeah. So, well, they come and go. I've got periods where I have a lot of them and then I'm reasonably peaceful for a week. Yeah. But um, I had a weird one. Like, I, I, I've been trying to keep this dream diary to compete cool. with you. Mm. I actually haven't even read what I wrote, but I bet it was very odd. I wrote something bizarre. Middle, you know, when you, I have to write them down in the middle of the night. You can like remember them anyway. That's one thing you got better than us. You've got a great memory recall. Mm. Um, oh, that's really weird. In a caravan holiday with a, with a partner after an abortion that's weird <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus Christ and then Derek Hill the yeah. guy who put that photo up yeah, of you yeah. on thingy and his family are trying to abduct us so I drove down to pool in Dorset and hid in the sea <laughs> <laughs> so you're really rubbing off on me Trev yeah I'll, um, I, again I've, I haven't been really focused I've had no real celebrities in my dreams for about a fortnight yeah. do you only really think it's important if there's a celeb in them do you never have any ones I just like... make the dreams a bit more interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like a commissioner for TV yeah, yeah, can, we, can we get a big name in this one we need a big name as soon as I get a, a celebrity again I'll definitely fucking document it and well, as long as I don't sink, I'm all right with boats. Actually, I quite like quite like cruising down rivers on a boat and looking at the you know, the history and so on. Trev, your group task this week, which was with uh, producer Joel, because mm-hmm. we couldn't make it, unfortunately. Um, you went on a boat trip up the London Thames River. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the... nice. That sounds. It sounds lovely. Yeah, yeah. The weather was no good, was it? But we were inside, and the uh, the, the windows of the craft were like completely filthy. Uh, oh, what uh, sort of boat was it? Um, what was it? A, a ferry. No, I think it's like a like a catamaran thing, isn't it? Like a, a, ca- it's catamaran, it's a catamaran, catamaran yeah, yeah, type. Yeah. So you went up there, and I thought I was just thinking, oh, the Vikings probably come up this way, or the Romans yeah. were probably on the same fucking river, weren't they? Yeah, I've yeah. never been up the Thames before. So where um, did you board? Uh, embankment. Nice. And went down to uh, all the way down to Greenwich oh, near lovely. the O2, and then just stayed on it and came back. Oh, nice. Was there anyone else? Were people on it? Because you can take that as just a route. Were people doing that as a journey? Were there people just like you, just doing it for fun? Oh, they were on a journey. They were going somewhere. Right. You know, we, we just weren't going anywhere, just chatting and talking about life. And what were you chatting about? Astronomy. and Astronomy? And, yeah, the meaning of life. And, um, the, yeah, our astronomy can sort of freak you out sometimes if you look up and see well, all the stars. about how pathetic our existence is. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, uh, so it didn't really help your anxiety then, the boat trip? No, because well, I suffer from existential anxiety, which can uh, sometimes uh, bring astronomy into it. Whereas I think about the stars a lot and infinity and all this you know, heavy-duty shit, which... Uh, which is quite stressful. I'd yeah. rather not think it. I'd, I'd rather be thinking about, yeah, the fucking cricket, something light-hearted, and suddenly I'm, I'm in my own fucking headspace thinking about Venus. Going, fuck me. How could, yeah, how can we be living in the, uh, on a ball yeah. in the middle of outer space? 
You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, yeah. But that's annoying because we obviously sent you on the boat trip because the boat yeah, supposed to be quite be relaxing. Nice and relaxing. Yeah, then you right. started crapping yourself about. Yeah. But then you said, Joel messaged us saying that there was talk of you wanted to go to the Greenwich Observatory. Yeah, I'd like Would to. Would that stress you out even more? It a place might dedicated I'd, to it these might topics. Do. Sometimes it's the anxiety, it's not the thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's not it's the, it's the it's the anxiety attached to the thoughts, not the thoughts themselves. Because you can yeah. think anything. Yeah, I mean, astronomers think about astronomy all fucking day long. They, yeah. they you know, fucking yeah, they love it, don't yeah. they? It's not like they're just <laughs> stressing yeah, out. Right. Oh my god! All <laughs> this information. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, he must have been quite stressed out when no one believed in that the Earth is round for the first part of his career. Yeah, I think they they all they all the the people have known the world's round for three thousand years. Really, the ancient Greeks knew it. Yeah. No one believed the world was flat apart from these religious. Carl's fucking... brother believes the Earth's flat. Oh, right. Yeah. What do you think of flat Earthers? Well, I just look at the moon, which is round. Um, we're subject to the same laws of physics as the moon. So why the fuck should we be flat? Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, very that's true. That's a very I think you nailed it. Like a booby prize. Every else, everything else is like global and full, and we've got a fucking flat globe yeah. or something like that. And I think it's ridiculous. Of course, we're fucking round. <laughs> There you, go. there you go. There you go, Wayne. Yeah, I'll send that yeah, to Wayne. Wayne. See what Fuck, he wake up, Wayne, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you so enjoyed, you, you, you enjoyed so the you boat trip? you take Julia on the boat trip? Yeah, if she wants to go. I, mean, I probably wouldn't do it again. I've, I've done it. You know what I mean? It's, uh, <laughs> so you put her on the boat and stay at home? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends. If it's summer, if summer's day and yeah. you, know, you could be outside, and, yes, definitely, yeah. yeah but not, not in a bad weather. No. no. But it wasn't as relaxing as you thought because of all the existential sort of, thoughts that it yeah, arose. The grubby, race. grubby windows. Yeah, yeah. But I, I did enjoy it, though, you know what I mean? Okay. I do enjoy the... Uh, have a toilet the on the boat? You need yes, to there is, Ash. I found the toilet. What was it like? Uh, really nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. Really nice. <laughs> there we go. All right. Um, so uh, we'll go to... Poem. Trev's poem. Poem. All right. Trev's poem of the week. What, is this, what is this poem inspired by? Uh, the running with you two. Oh, cool. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't really got a name for it. I just called it the race. You know, we yes. Were... Okay. Here we go. This is the race. Run, Trevor, run, run like the wind. Run, Trevor, run like your feet have wings. I went for a run today to show my physical prowess, my power, my endurance, and my cat-like finesse. I would show that age was just a state of mind. That I would raise my arms in victory as I crossed the finish line. But the wind I ran like was a breeze, not what I preferred, and the wings on my feet were chickens or some other flightless bird. Chris and Carl bounced along as young men are apt to do. Compared to my aged body, theirs was brand new. No arthritis or exhausted labour grunts. They were doing it easy, the cocky little cunt. (laughs) We went to the sprint track for the final ultimate test. I would humiliate them and prove that I was best. But when I arrived, I was horrified to see a graveyard right next door. Headstones glistening in the sun. It shook me to the core. The lads knew my fear of death created misery. I had no doubt this was a cruel conspiracy. (laughs) To break my spirit and fog my brain and put me off my runner's game. The countdown began. We pounced off the blocks. I'd show these two young'uns who was the head cock. But it went pear-shaped. I was heading for a loss. My legs were heavy, so was my breathing, and one of my wings fell off. I finished last, a wounded man with wounded pride. But it was to be expected. Chris and Carl had a graveyard of helpers on their side. That's <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. nice. I think you're getting a, even better at the poems, weirdly. Yeah. Yeah, they just come in more you do them. The, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, the, uh, I, I, do, I, I really do enjoy doing the poems. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good. 
Right, yes. that was that, fun. That was good fun. Yeah, always learn something. Always learn. Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 a never-ending well of information. I don't know why it? I really enjoyed hearing that his brother had his leg cocked yeah. in all <laughs> restaurants. I quite like the um the, the voice memos. Yeah, voice memos are just. We want to try and get yeah. him in regular. It's I nice think. to hear him in his own in you know his, his environment, habitat. his habitat. Yeah. You know, I think we should maybe hook up some little secret CCTV cameras. That would be good. Trev cam. <laughs> Trev cam. Um, that was great. So next week, uh, we are, as a group, going to go, go boxing, boxing, boxing. Actually, a proper boxing gym. Like East London boxing proper gym. Proper geezer. I can't wait. I'm a bit scared. Trev, I am scared. Trev might beat the crap out of me. Yeah. Uh, but that'll be fun. Um, and then, well, yeah, we'll get into some more voice memos yeah. as his individual. It'd be good because if he could use the camera, he could do, he could do video voice memos on the iPad. But that that's going to be, gonna be a next level trade. But you know, there's things we could get him to do. We'll... Exactly. Um, if you enjoyed it, as usual, go on um, iTunes review. Yep. They really help. Five stars. Get people you know to listen to it. Is the yeah, best recommend thing. it. Do a Facebook update or a tweet share or it, Instagram. Share, share it. Share Snapchat. It. I don't know how that if works. If you've got a certain amount Put of it followers, on Snapchat. If you've got yeah. like 20 followers, yeah. don't bother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone um, does that anymore so last year, mate. I know, mate. I don't know. Maybe it is. Uh, get in touch at Babysitting Trev on Instagram. Or was that on? That's on Twitter. That's on Twitter. Baby, at Babysitting Trevor. Facebook.com forward slash Babysitting Trev. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Get See you next week. Speak to you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Babysitting Trevor is a dot 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 production hosted by Carl Donnelly, Chris Martin and Trevor Crook and is produced by Joel Porter. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.